and a one, and a two, and a... Hi, everyone. It's Kat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I love putting you on the spot. I just do. (laughs) And this is Melissa. Hi. Welcome. I've decided that the hissing unicorn is our new mascot. (laughs) I love it so much. The hissing unicorns from Onward are everything to me. Just more about the hissing unicorns, that's all. Can we talk about the hissing unicorns? <laughs> Do you have time? so this week we're here to tell you why the great mouse detective is tragical i didn't know this movie came out in 86 Mm -hmm. i feel like it came out in 1911 (laughs) oh i guess i didn't realize it was an 80s movie yeah i have some fun facts go off sis Radigan was originally designed to look thin and weak, but when Vincent Price was chosen to play the role, his appearance was changed accordingly. And during the recording of Vincent Price's lines, animators sketched his exaggerated Shakespearean gestures and worked them into the animated poses for Radigan. So he was like skinny and they made him a big boy? Yeah. Because the guy who voices him has like really like broad shoulders. So they made him like. I also Large. think it's funnier because one of like the things in the movie is he thinks he's a mouse, but he's a rat. And, and he's like huge. If he was like a skinny rat, it wouldn't be as funny as if he was like the biggest rat there yeah. ever was. <laughs> <laughs> the clock tower scene is the first major use of computer animation for the clock gears in any feature length animated film. The same scene was also the first time traditionally animated characters were put inside a computer generated background. Really? Yeah. This is one of the few Disney movies to take place entirely at night. There is not a single scene of this movie at any point that takes place during the day. Well, is that because they're like mice? So I think, they like yeah, they're like during mm-hmm. the day. I think so. Yeah, because rodents are nocturnal. And so are bats. Yep. The first meeting between Basil and Dawson, where Basil guesses he came from Afghanistan and gives a complicated explanation as to how he assumes it, mirrors the first meeting between Holmes and Watson in Arthur Conan Doyle's A Study in Scarlet, which is the first uh, Sherlock Holmes novel. And Sherlock Holmes does the same thing to Watson. That's their first meeting. Cute. Thank you. I like that one. And this was one of the last Disney movies to have the end appear at the end of the movie. Most of Hollywood had already long abandoned this tradition in the 70s. The holdout was that the Disney company kept doing it until the 1980s. And by the time the 90s rolled around, even Disney was just like, okay, bye. What happened? So this was like one of the final movies ever, not even just in Disney, just in in like movies uh-huh. that had the end, like at the end of the movie. Oh, where it says like the end. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of movies do that. Yeah, but up until this point, a lot of Hollywood had already disbanded that. And then oh. this was one of the last movies like ever to have the end. A lot of movies just end now or they, they start with the credits. credits. Yeah, I guess so. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's weird. I'm trying to just think now. I feel like all movies are like the end, but it's they probably really just don't. in my head. Yeah. <laughs> the um, end. 
<laughs> That's it. Um, and then this was the last Disney animated feature film with the Walt Disney Productions name before it was rebranded as Walt Disney Feature Animation. Walt Disney Productions was what this one was. It was the last one. And now it's Walt Disney Feature Animation. Whoop, whoop. Wow. So now it's just Walt of... Disney Animation, right? I think, I think so. they dropped the feature. We mm-hmm. don't need that. We get it. We, we know. <laughs> we know, Disney. We know. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how many times they've changed the name. I don't think a lot, but probably a, a few times. Here we are. It's London. It's raining. Mm-hmm. We are headed into the Flaversham's toy shop. Mm-hmm. Mr. Flaversham, who is a mouse. Who's Scottish. Who is Scottish and lives in London with his daughter. Uh, no mother. Don't know what happened to her. She's <laughs> out of the picture. It's a Disney movie. She's dead. Yeah, I gotta have one dead parent. <laughs> So Mr. Flaversham is a toy maker. Mr. Flaversham is presenting his daughter, Olivia, who is also a tiny mouse, a new doll. And the doll is a dancing mouse. And it is dancing like it is not a toy at all. Yeah. It's just it's just dancing. It's not like a toy dancing. I don't know how to explain it. But like, yeah, it doesn't have like the movements of like something like. It not, doesn't look robotic. Yeah. She's just doing a dance. Doing her dancey dance. Doing her dancey dance. <laughs> <laughs> so as Mr. Flaversham and Olivia are standing in the toy shop, something starts rattling the doorknob <laughs> and it's like rainy and dark outside. It's basically the beginning of a horror film. <laughs> And Mr. Flaversham puts Olivia in a cupboard to hide and a gremlin looking peg legged bat comes in and he's creepy as fuck. And he comes in the door and basically kidnaps Mr. Flaversham. Yeah. And Olivia's left by herself. And then there's forced credits. We love forced credits. So we come back from the forced credits to follow David Q. Dawson of the Queen's 66th Regiment. I don't know what any of that means. He's in the <laughs> army. He was an army surgeon. Yeah, that's their, like, army. Yeah. Shit. So... <laughs> The military shit. Yeah. So he gets off of a horse-drawn carriage and onto the street and he hears someone crying. So he goes into a rain boot that's left on the side of the road and finds Olivia, who is sitting on a box of liver pills. And this is also crying. a mouse, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone's a mouse in, yeah. case, in case we say otherwise, I guess. <laughs> yeah, everyone's a mouse. Um, a minus grown a man few. just jumps off of a carriage. And Into a boot. <laughs> climbs into a boot. This is a crying Ooh, mouse child. <laughs> and she's crying and she tells him that she's lost and she's trying to find Basil of Baker Street. And Dawson's like, well, I don't know who that is, but I remember where Baker Street is. He takes Olivia over to Baker Street and Basil lives at 221 and a half Baker Street, which Sherlock Holmes lives at 221 Baker Street, if anyone didn't know. I, like, I didn't. <laughs> like, you said that in the movie, like, it was fucking knowledge. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's where he lives. Yeah, but I didn't know that. If you were like, what's Sherlock Holmes' address? I would be like, London? I don't oh. know his street number. <laughs> I've watched a lot of different versions of Sherlock Holmes. So I. I I don't know his address. (laughs) It's like one of like the biggest things like of the series is where he lives. They talk about it a lot. I wouldn't I couldn't have been able to tell you the street he lives on as a matter of fact. (laughs) Well I could have. I'm glad you knew. (laughs) Anyway so Olivia just like walks into this house and has a sit on the couch and the housemaid does this like run with her arms up over 
to her and is like, oh, let me get you some tea and get you some crumpets and we'll warm you right up and figure out what you're here for. So a mouse runs in in a disguise and rips it off and it's Basil of Baker Street. He is a detective mouse. Famous in London, apparently, (laughs) according to the newspapers that the mice read, Mm -hmm. the mouse newspaper. He's too amped up to listen to what Olivia has to say about her dad missing and how he was kidnapped. And he has a gun and he stacks up a bunch of pillows on the couch and shoots the gun into the couch and then takes the bullet and is trying to test it against another bullet. But it's it doesn't match. So he's really sad because he's at another dead end. He starts playing his like fiddle or whatever. <laughs> it's a violin. Whatever. Violin. Cello. <laughs> I don't know. It's instruments. Not, it's not a cello. We know this. <laughs> his viola. <laughs> it might have been a viola. I don't know how many. What is it? It's Banjo. the strings are opposite, right? Okay. Who are you asking? <laughs> For a viola and a violin, like the last two strings, I think are like think they go the opposite way. I don't know. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Again, who are you talking to? Anyway, so Olivia tells Basil that her father was taken by a bat and Basil's still not really caring until she says he was taken by a bat. And he was like, oh, did he have a peg leg? And she was like, yeah, he sure did. And he was like, that's my arch nemesis Radigan's little cohort. So we have to find your father because something is up. Verbatim. Yeah, exactly that. (laughs) (laughs) So we cut to... Radigan's lair and he kidnapped Mr. Flaversham and is trying to make him make some sort of robot and he's saying that he's gonna kill the queen at the queen's jubilee and that he needs to finish the robot before then and Flaversham is like I ain't doing it I love the queen I love London and he's like well I'm gonna kidnap your daughter and kill her if you don't so Flaversham's like I'm on it I'm building this robot let's do it So Radigan sends his little bat fidget on a grocery shopping jaunt with a list. And he's like, you have to remember to get every single thing on this list. It is very, very important. And so the creepy little gremlin bat thing goes into the sewers and disappears. I don't like it. He's scary. I don't like it at all. His voice is horrifying. He scares me. He's just like annoying and creepy. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not like a fun, creepy clown or something. Just like annoying. Like I want it to go away. Yeah. So Radigan goes into this barrel that he has his palace in. It looks like a ni- it's nice inside. Yeah. It's curtains mm-hmm. and carpets and there's like wine fountains. He has a throne. He's got a throne. All of his little mice minions and then like one confused <laughs> lizard. It's just a lizard. Why is there a lizard? And Radigan's chain smoking and he's telling all his buddies how he's going to kill the queen at the queen's jubilee and that they're going to take over the mousedom. And then all of his little... Minions and himself sing the Radigan song. Melissa's favorite part of this whole movie. It's the only part I like remembered. (laughs) I love a good song. It's pretty good. It's truly the only good part of this movie. So after they sing the Radigan song about how great and malicious Radigan is, there's a small drunk mouse who calls Radigan a rat. And Radigan, may we say, is is a giant rat. Yeah. A giant, the biggest rat you've ever seen (laughs) in a tuxedo with a part. (laughs) Down the middle of his hair and a five o'clock shadow. (laughs) But according to Radigan, he is in fact a mouse. And so he has this poor little drunk mouse eaten by a giant cat named Felicia. Felicia. Instead of Felicia. It's not Felicia. (laughs) 
<laughs> whatever. Felicia. So he has poor little Bartholomew the mouse eaten by a giant fat cat <laughs> for calling him a rat. He, he's so drunk he calls him a rat. Mm, he cute. calls Felicia with a bell, too. Mm-hmm. So Radigan rings a little bell and then Felicia comes... I was going to say running, but we all know Felicia's never ran in her life. No, she comes pitter-pattering through. She comes pitter-pattering over and <laughs> has a little snack. She's a very large cat. She's huge. <laughs> God. So we cut back to Basil's house and him and Dawson and Olivia are talking about what they're going to do. And as Olivia is walking by one of the windows, freaking gremlin ass fidget, the bat is hanging in the window and then like lightning strikes. And it's horrifying. This is a horror film. Yeah, there was definitely a jump scare. <laughs> it scared me. And then Olivia's like, the creepy bats outside. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> ah, the creepy bats outside. <laughs> so they go outside and they see fidgets gimpy footprints in the mud and he accidentally leaves his hat on the ground so basil or basil you know what it's fucking basil okay it's basil <laughs> if you gotta say flesh right <laughs> it's not flesh i'm saying flesh it's flesh <laughs> right and it's basil <laughs> it's basil basil and felicia <laughs> right so basil is like, great, we've got the hat, we can pick up the scent, we're gonna go to Toby. And Dawson's like, awesome, wait, who's Toby? Basil and Dawson and Olivia sneak into the human's house, which is Sherlock Holmes' house. According and to Kat, no, I'm <laughs> They literally say their names. I'm kidding, and... I believe you. <laughs> and Basil calls for Toby, and this cute little hound dog comes up. To you. I think he's cute. Cute to you. And Toby does not particularly care for Dawson, but he quite enjoys Olivia, and so he listens to everything Olivia says, and she gives him a little crumpet, which is, like, obviously mouse size, but it's tiny in her hand, so this dog... <laughs> a crumpet to a mouse? That dog did not even taste that crumpet. <laughs> he did. He really enjoyed it, okay? <laughs> Basil has Toby sniff the scent from the hat and then he gives chase to find Fidget the bat. So we cut scene to a toy shop and why is this whole movie about Fidget? This movie should have been called Fidget the Creepy Bat <laughs> because he's in every scene. He really kind of is. I've had enough of him. Yeah. He is disrobing some toy soldiers, stealing not, their uniforms. Not disrobing. And he hears Basil and the hound dog coming. So he goes to hide. Basil, Dawson, and Olivia get off of Toby. Inside the shop, Fidget hides. While he's hiding, he drops his list, which Radigan gave him, which says that he needs to collect tools, gears, uniforms, and the girl. So he hides up in the rafters of the toy shop and the group comes in and there's so many horrifying toys in this toy shop. There's like a creepy doll. There's like a trio of clowns. This is a scary movie. I could have really done without it. This is a horror movie. The doll was scary when she was staring down at them. Yeah. And then they even like camera back a bit and like pan back and the doll's like still staring down at them. And I'm like, is that doll alive? I'm scared. Hated it. Hated it. So Fidget sets off a bunch of toys to distract Basil, Dawson, and Olivia. And then he hides in a bassinet. And Olivia walks up to the bassinet and looks inside of it. And that creepy ass bat... <laughs> 
does another freaking jump scare. This is a horror film. Honestly, this part alone is more than enough for me. Like, so scary. And then he nabs Olivia and throws her in his little knapsack and tries to get away. He's not very gentle with her. It's not nice. No, he quite literally tosses that bag. So Basil and Dawson find the list. So they have at least a clue as to where Olivia went. So we cut to Olivia being brought to Radigan and her dad and Mr. Flaversham. Is that it? Mm -hmm. And Mr. Flaversham is really happy to see his daughter, but he's really nervous that he's not going to be able to finish what he needs to do in time for Radigan's plan. Mm -hmm. And Radigan throws Olivia into a bottle (laughs) and puts the cap on. She's going to suffocate in there. There's not enough air. It's probably not great for her. Yeah. So Radigan is talking to Fidget and Fidget's like, I got all the stuff you wanted, except for the fact that I lost the list and Basil was chasing me. And Radigan gets really pissed off that his arch nemesis is on the case because he was like, this is the one time he's never going to be able to figure out what I'm doing. But Fidget left behind evidence. So he, uh, Radigan tries to feed Fidget to the cat. Yeah, Felicia. Mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> saying Felicia. it. I'm not saying it again. Felicia, <laughs> the cat. Felicia puts Fidget in her mouth, basically, and just just chews on him for a minute. Yeah, he's got a couple holes in his ears, but other than that, he attempts to fly out. He's not a very good flyer. Yeah, because Radigan actually needs him mm-hmm. because he's like the smartest of all the idiots. I guess. <laughs> I, I something like that. I guess. <laughs> So back at Baker Street, uh, Basil's inspecting the list and he does some like bullshit (laughs) science experiment and they discover that the list is from the Riverside. Yeah. Okay, great. He gets cheap liquor off of it. Then he sees that there's coal dust and salt water. So he realizes the the list came from a seedy bar near the River Thames. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Fake ass science. (laughs) It worked. So... Basil and Dawson dress as sailors and they go to a riverfront bar that rodents go to, I guess. Good for them. Go off. (laughs) And they sit down at a table and there's a bunch of performers coming on. I guess it's open mic night or something because it's just a bunch of random. It's like a juggling octopus. I don't even remember what the second one was. It was a lizard carrying, I think, a, a frog. Well, on a unicycle. And they immediately get booed off. Yeah, they're getting they're getting like knives thrown at yeah. them. Not even like tomatoes. They're like, <laughs> Let me throw my pocket knife at these poor entertainers. Yeah, it's great. And then Basil <laughs> Basil. <laughs> and then Basil asks for Radigan and the barmaid's like never heard of him and then all the patrons are kind of staring over at their table, like, What are you doing? Yeah. The worst detective ever. A lady comes on stage and she's doing a little like burlesque show out here. She got her little garter on. A little furry leg. (laughs) So crazy. (laughs) I didn't like it. She's got some can-can dancers with her. Yeah. And then the barmaid brings over Basil and Dawson's drinks. And as Dawson is chugging his, Basil is like, I think these are drugged. And then Dawson's up on the stage doing the can-can with the dancing lady. I want whatever drug they put in his drink. He was having a good time. He was also fine like 15 seconds later. Like, Mm -hmm. what drug? Yeah. Honestly. So Dawson falls off the stage and onto the piano and the pianist tries to take a swing at him, but accidentally hits one of the mice at the bar. And then that guy throws a punch. And then, and then of course a bar fight ensues. Obviously. And Basil sees 
fidget, but he's got to go grab Dawson's drunk ass off the piano. (laughs) So by the time he grabs him, they see fidget going down some stairs. So they follow him down and they see him go into a sewer pipe. So they follow fidget in the sewer pipe and it leads them right to radigan's lair and they see olivia laying down in the bottle but then olivia turns around and it's fidget why is he so scary (laughs) dressed in olivia's coat his face I don't want to see it anymore. It is very scary. There's like welcome banners and everyone's really excited that Basil is there. I will give Radigan, yeah. He he has a touch for extravagance. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> um, and Radigan's like, I expected you 15 minutes ago. You're not really that great of a detective, I guess. But welcome. And then ties them up and puts them on a mousetrap that is connected to a string that is connected to a ball that is connect. it's like this whole rat trap thing so basically there is a it is mousetrap yes literally literally. like the game (laughs) like the game yeah (laughs) so when the record gets to the end of the song that it's playing which by the way is a lovely tune that radigan recorded himself It's a beautiful ditty. Radigan singing is the only good part of this movie. It's pretty good. So by the time the record gets to the end, the string will have extended enough to release the ball from where it is. The ball will go down a luge. (laughs) Luge system. luge. (laughs) Little luge system that that, uh, Radigan constructed. And then it will hit the mousetrap which will set off it's a gun. An anvil a gun an arrow like it's overkill there was other shit an too. axe an axe a fire i don't know a grizzly bear <laughs> trap like a grizzly bear comes out and chews him up i don't like it was ridiculous it was overkill he said he couldn't decide which one to kill him so he's gonna do all of them at the same time also just like it doesn't matter. Like as soon as that, as soon as the axe falls on him, they're gone. What I just want to know where he got a human-sized any of that. Like how did they set that up? He had a human-sized revolver, and like where did he get all of that? Dawson and Basil are laying in the trap, and Basil's like, "I've been had. I can't believe this." <laughs> yeah, he gave up. And Dawson's like, "Can you get it together? Like I don't <laughs> want to die by like these forty-eight different ways, and I definitely don't want to die listening to this fucking song." I would love to die listening to that song. Also, Olivia is still in the bottle. Yeah, and the Queen. Hello, <laughs> like <laughs> Dawson is here for the Queen. Yeah, Dawson's <laughs> had it at this point. He's like, "Bro, get your shit together and." Let's get out of here. So we cut to Buckingham Palace. And of course, there's a tiny side entrance for all the mice that are going to the Queen's Jubilee. And then we're in the Queen's dressing room. She's getting ready for her Jubilee. And Fidget and some of the other mice take out the guards. And then they come in and they're like, there's a present here for you, the Queen. And they open it up for her. She's pumped, by the way. She's like, I fucking love presents. She said, I love a good jubilee. <laughs> She's pumped. She's like, yes, I've been the Queen for 60 years. What's ah, good? Ah, ah. <laughs> so they open up the present and it's a robot of her. It looks just like her. And it has a speaker that the toy maker is speaking into and it has the queen's voice. So basically they kidnap the queen and they have a new robot queen. The queen is like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so back at Radigan's lair, Basil finally gets his shit together and he realizes that 
he can somehow set the trajectory of all the items and they can get free. So he tells Basil as soon as he says to, to let go of the mousetrap. So the mousetrap catches the ball, which then ricochets the ball off of the gun, which shoots the... All this stuff happens and they manage to get free, essentially. Yeah, basically. <laughs> With no injuries. Basil and was like E equals MC squared and they got out of the trap. Yeah, essentially that. It's and just like that science experiment back at uh basil's house stupid <laughs> basil's house <laughs> i get basil's house so they also get olivia out of the bottle and they untie mr flaversham and they set off to buckingham palace so now that basil and dawson are free from the trap they grab olivia and they go ahead to save the queen at buckingham palace and back at buckingham palace the fake queen is announcing that radigan is her replacement and he comes out dressed to the nines and he's like taxes give me all your money and all the people are like what the what the heck is up with this <laughs> they're like no actually no we don't like this guy <laughs> the people weren't not having it and then freaking fidget is taking the queen over to be fed to felicia felicia and he says get over here fatty you're a ton toots he's like calling her fat yeah, it's pretty not PC. You're so mean. I hate him. He's ugly and he's a bully. And the queen looks great. I just made fun of the queen too, like 20 minutes ago. But now I love her. Because <laughs> I hate Fidget. Yeah. Fuck that stupid bat. But just as the queen's about to fall into the chops of Felicia, Basil saves the queen. Yay! Yay! And then Toby chases that stupid cat away. And so <laughs> she is now being chased by a giant dog. It's and not Felicia's what? fault. She just needs like a new owner and a diet plan. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Her arteries is clogged. <laughs> oh, for sure. I love her little bow in her hair, though. <laughs> She's pretty cute. So Basil, Dawson, Olivia and the queen tie up all the guards and take over as the robot queen. And while Basil is talking, he essentially blows up the robot and says that all of this was a lie and that Radian's a horrible, nasty rat and he's not actually her consort <gasps> and all this stuff. <laughs> so, not a rat. He's a rat. And he actually, he calls him like the scientific name for a rat. And then he tells him that he's nothing but a lowly sewer rat, <laughs> which I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> So Fidget snags Olivia again, and, like, this poor little girl just keeps getting snagged every five seconds. Like, Can somebody hold her hand? <laughs> so we need to get her one of those, the Disney backpack the things, the child leashes, which I hate. Like, please don't do that to your children. But, yeah, no. So she gets snagged again, and a chase ensues. So Radigan is on his airship with Fidget and Olivia, and then Basil, Dawson, and Flaversham create a hot air balloon out of, like, a tin or a matchbox or something and a bunch of balloons and a flag. Um, and they are following Radigan's airship and it is being peddled by a very tired fidget and he has Olivia kidnapped on there as well. And fidget says that he's tired of peddling because it's too heavy. And so Radigan says, okay, if it's too heavy, we'll get rid of some of the weight and just throws fidget overboard and takes over the pedaling for himself. So Basil jumps on to Radigan's airship and then they crash into the front of Big Ben. So inside Big Ben, 
Radigan has Olivia and she bites him and runs away. And Basil goes to attack Radigan and they're fighting. And then he goes to save Olivia because she's about to be crushed by a cog. And then Basil snatches Olivia just in time. And then he's going to the giant hole in Big Ben to try to hand Olivia back out to her dad on the other airship. Radigan is coming for Olivia and Basil. And just as he snatches Basil, Olivia makes it to the makeshift airship with her dad. Radigan and Basil are on one of the hands of Big Ben. And he just has little arms that come out of the side. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's just a giant clock with hands. <laughs> That's what they call it. I know, it's terrifying. So Radigan and Basil are on the hands of Big Ben. And Radigan scratches Basil. He's such a big, fat, nasty rat. <laughs> and then Radigan knocks Basil off of the hand and basil catches himself on a broken piece of the airship and radigan thinks that he fell all the way and he's excited that he won but then the clock strikes and he gets knocked off big ben and falls like what like 200 300 feet to the ground which like for us is already pretty horrible but as a rat you did yeah he was just like (laughs) but Like, how long would it take a rat to fall? Like, a long how time. tall is Big Ben? It's going to be at least 200 feet, right? I have no idea. I'm going to goog. Hold <laughs> on. How tall is Big Ben? Not the whole building. The whole building is called Big Ben, though. No, just the clock. Well, apparently the clock is 315 feet long, then. <laughs> yeah, the building is called Big Ben, though. It's not. No, Just the Clock is called So what's the name of the building? I don't know, but Just the Clock is Big Ben, and then there's like a name that's like of the tower. What is the name of the Big Ben building? Elizabeth Tower? That's not true. I refuse. It's Big Ben. (laughs) But nobody calls it that. No. Not even like the people who live there. Yeah. They call it Big Ben. Everyone just calls the whole thing Big Ben, but. So like why even? That's dumb though. I don't know. Like, that's stupid as fuck. <laughs> yeah, just the clock is Big Ben. Anyway, <laughs> Big Ben is 315 feet tall. It literally says Big Ben height. So everyone calls it Big Ben. I don't give a fuck who Elizabeth and who her tower is. I'm just kidding. I know who Elizabeth is. <laughs> Never heard of her. <laughs> Never heard of her. So, uh, yeah, Radigan Falls. 315 probably more like three just to 300 yeah probably cut off about 15 feet but he uh he wasn't all the way up you know and he he takes basil with him no he doesn't cat (gasps) because basil is on the pedal part of the (laughs) airship perfect he pedals over to the makeshift airship and he's safe yay I wish he died. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so aggressive. So Flaversham and Olivia are at Basil's house and they say their thank yous and they head home. And then Dawson just wants to go somewhere quiet for like the beginning. He's like, I've been in Afghanistan for eight months or whatever <laughs> his regiment was. <laughs> I've been sewing people up left and right. Now I was chasing around a bat and a rat (laughs) yeah he was just trying to like find a place to live and then he ended up going on this wild adventure so dawson just wants to go find an apartment or whatever and then a lady comes to the door looking for help and dr dawson and basil take the case Mm -hmm. now they're a dynamic duo oh yeah which is good because basil has no communication skills so at least dawson is like nice yeah 
that's it. <laughs> that's the, the end. end. <laughs> and it says the end. Apparently that doesn't happen in every movie <laughs> like it does in my brain. <laughs> it's elementary. He didn't say that at all. He should have said that. This he movie sucks. literally said it twice. <laughs> he said it's elementary, my dear Dawson, when they were looking at the map. <laughs> he literally says it twice. <laughs> he says it once when he's doing his little experiment thing. And then he does it again when he's looking at the map. <laughs> I just don't believe you. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> he says it twice. I'm ready when you are. Would you are. like to go first? Sure. I gave The Great Mouse Detective a six out of ten. Wow. I don't, I don't like it. I don't know. I don't like Radigan's bops. Radigan, <laughs> the artist of the year. <laughs> yep, I got nothing to say. I put it under Tron and above The Rescuers. It was better than The freaking Rescuers. I'd rather watch Tron. I feel that. And Tron sucked. <laughs> so <laughs> I also gave it a six out of ten. I mean, it's a cute movie. I just don't like it's not like one like I watch often. I thought you were gonna give at least a seven or an eight. I don't no, know. I like it, but yeah, it's not like I liked it as a kid. A but six it's is not, a D, so Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I don't like watch it often. I like it for what it is. But it's not like a favorite of mine. So um, mine's at number 37. So it's under Lady and the Tramp and above Dumbo. I would watch Dumbo 48 times in a row before watching this ever again. <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm good. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's do a patron episode. Woo! So if you guys want to become patrons, it's $5 a month. You get bonus episodes and we post videos and we post polls and we send you a merch box every summer. So 2022 will be our next merch boxes. They're really mm -hmm. fun. I think next year we're going to try to do a theme. We did pins and candy and stickers and magnets, but I think next year we're going to try to do like a theme. I mean, so our theme was tragical for this, this year. This year our theme was tragical because it was our first one, mm -hmm. but I think next year we should do like a really fun theme. We'll have you guys vote on it on Patreon and stuff like that but it just helps us it helps us make this podcast and we love it it's a good time drum roll please oh my gosh i'm scared the parent trap 1998 yes this is brandy's choice i'm so excited this would be brandy <laughs> brandy is a friend of ours um we brandy. love brandy we're gonna watch the shit out of that movie oh my god i'm excited <laughs> this is the one with lilo right Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm so excited. Lindsay, if you want to be on the pod. As long as you don't kidnap any children. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's hard to forget. I changed my mind. I don't know if I want her on the pod. Lilo. Ooh, this is a good one. It's a really good one. Ooh, I love this movie so much. Oh my gosh. We I'm always pumped. watch this. We watch this movie like every summer when I worked at Fort Wilderness because it's like a camp movie. Isn't I love it. Cute? Anyway, all of our links are in the show notes for our fun facts and for our social medias and our website. And if you want to email us and join our Patreon, join our Patreon and support us. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Shawty go low, 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 low. These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams, which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. 
So the door swings open and a mouse comes in. It's so racist. It's very racist. I don't racist. even know how to say it without sounding yeah. a Chinese mouse runs. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I just said he's in a disguise. Yeah, but like, what does that mean? <laughs> Disguised in- as what? An Asian. <laughs> You don't have to go that far. But that's that's his disguise. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Basil. <laughs> basil. Basil. I want to say basil every time. <laughs> so we cut scene to uh, Buckingham Palace. And of course, there's a sign, a tiny side entrance, not a signy tide entrance. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then ba- <laughs> basil. <laughs> you were going to say basil. <laughs> Tragical. <laughs> <laughs>